This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Scott File has so many things filed away in his brain, he has to let some of it out to keep his head from exploding. He lets it out once a day with This Day in Sports History on the Blitz 1170. Seriously, the dude is like the History Channel, the rain man of sports trivia. Lots of World Series news today, not surprising since it is October 4th, but we're going to start with football, specifically the Canadian Football League, when in 1873, the Toronto Argonauts Football Club forms as the Argonaut Rowing Club Rugby Football Squad. There's a little bit of a tongue twister there. It's the oldest existing pro sports team in North America, still using its original name. 1895, the first U.S. Open men's golf tournament at Newport Golf Club. Englishman Horace Rollins wins the first ever event, beats Willie Dunn of Scotland by two strokes. 1906, the Chicago Cubs win their 116th game of the 152-game season. That's a winning percentage of 763 that has not been matched since. 1922, for the first time, the entire World Series will be broadcast over the radio. Writer Grantland Rice does the announcing of the New York Giants-New York Yankees series for station WJZ in Newark, New Jersey, whose signal is then relayed to WGY in Schenectady, New York. 1924, New York Giants third baseman Freddie Lindstrom at the age of 18 years, 10 months, is the youngest to ever play in a World Series. President Calvin Coolidge, among the 35,000 on, on hand who jammed the stands for Game 1 of the World Series in Washington, D.C., Walter Johnson of the Senators loses his World Series debut 4-3 in 12 innings. Six years later, in 1930 in the World Series, we have the opposite side of the spectrum when Bill Hallahan of the St. Louis Cardinals blanks the Philadelphia Athletics 5-0. Jack Quinn, at the age of 46, pitches two innings of relief against the Cardinals, and he becomes the oldest player to ever appear in a World Series game. 1939, the World Series begins at Yankee Stadium with the Cincinnati Reds playing their first series since the infamous 1919 matchup against the Chicago White Sox. With the Yankees' as heavy favorites, the game tied 1-1 until the bottom of the ninth when Yankees catcher Bill Dickey singles home the winning run. 1944, the only all-St. Louis World Series opens with the Browns as a visiting team, beating the Cardinals on George McQuinn's home run 2-1. Denny Galehouse, the winning pitcher, and Mort Cooper, the loser, despite allowing just two hits. 1951, in the opening game of the World Series, Monty Irvin steals home in the first inning and collects four hits, and the New York Giants defeat former OSU great Allie Reynolds and the New York Yankees 5-1. 1953, in Game 5 of the World Series, Mickey Mantle hits a grand slam off Russ Meyer, and the Yankees hold on to win 11-7 over the Brooklyn Dodgers. 1959, the first World Series game is played west of St. Louis at home. The Los Angeles Dodgers beat the Chicago White Sox 3-1 behind the pitching of Don Drysdale and Larry Sherry in Game 2 of the World Series. Carl Farillo's pinch at home two-run single in the seventh inning is the difference. The attendance of 92,000 sets a new World Series mark. Also in 59, future Pro Football Hall of Fame running back Jim Brown sets a club record 37 rushing attempts in the Cleveland Browns 34-7 win at Chicago Cardinals. 1969, Major League Baseball holds its first league championship games. The NLCS features the New York Mets as they beat the Braves 9-5. The Orioles beat the Twins 4-3 in the American League Championship Series Game 1. 1972, Yankees pitcher Larry Gowell hits a double in his only Major League at bat. And this is the last hit by an American League pitcher before the league adopts the DH rule 
The following year, in 1973, the Yankees lose to Milwaukee Brewers 1-0. Also in 72, Ted Williams manages his final game as the Texas Rangers lose to the Kansas City Royals 4-0 in the last game played at Municipal Stadium. Williams will be replaced by Whitey Herzog. 1986, New York Yankees closer Dave Rigetti saves both doubleheader games at Fenway Park for 5-3 and 3-1 wins against Boston. MLB uh, Rigetti sets an MLB record 46 saves. 1987, it's the first scab Sunday of NFL football with replacement players as a result of players' strike. Of course, this was chiefly related to the expiration of the 1982 collective bargaining agreement. Players returned, though, on April 15th. 1992, Miami's Luis Oliver returns an interception for a record-tying 103 yards for a touchdown against Buffalo that ties the mark set by Vincey Glenn against Denver on November 29, 1987. 2001, Ricky Henderson of the Padres hits a home run to become the Major League Baseball all-time career run scored leader with 2,246 as San Diego beats the Dodgers 6-3. Also in 2001, Tim Raines plays left field and his son, Tim Jr., plays center as the Orioles 5-4 loss to Boston. They become the second father-son duo to play in the same game, matching the feet set turn, uh, matching the feet turned by Ken Griffey Sr. and son, Ken Jr., for the Seattle Mariners. And finally, in 2018, New England's Tom Brady becomes only the third NFL quarterback to record 500 career touchdown passes as he connects with Josh Gordon and the Patriots' 38-24 win over the Colts at Foxborough. Happy birthday today to former Major League Manager Tony La Russa. He turns 79. Former Lakers and Suns forward A.C. Green is 60. And Grizzlies guard Derek Rose is 35 today. And that's a look at this day in sports history. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.